Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I need some dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Kendrick Lamar and his fiance Whitney Alford became proud parents on Friday. Uh, she's a makeup artist, and um, I guess they were high school sweethearts. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. She gave birth to a baby girl. And, um, you know, people, he's really been sort of quiet about his relationship. He hasn't really talked a lot in the public about it. Um, but he did get engaged while he was promoting in 2015 one of his uh, albums. And um, somebody asked him, so can you tell us about this? And he says, I'm loyal to the soil. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I do too. It's great. Good for you. Did any word on the name of the baby or is that uh, coming it, later? No, it doesn't mm. say. A source says that his fiance gave birth, so he didn't really make any, any type of official announcement. Uh, gotcha. but yeah. Uh, Christina, Christina Million has some big news to share. She's expecting her first child with her boyfriend, Matt Pacora. Oh, that a cute announcement too. Yes. Now he is a French singer. Oh, he's fine. That's yeah, he is. Oh, both of them are mm-hmm. oh, very, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> she says, new release 2020. What a blessing. It was uh, an image of her ultrasound and in front of her stomach. So he said, Le- legacy on the way. Happy man. Oh, I wonder if that baby's going to end up to be a singer. And if not, oh, oh well, yeah. happy and healthy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes you always want like two athletes to create a super athlete or yes. two singers to create another singer. So, yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, the top 15 TV spinoffs of all time, there was a list. The number one spot goes to the Andy Griffith show. Uh, his character originally appeared on the Danny Thomas show in 1960. Oh, right. And the rest of the top five are Green Acres, The Jeffersons, Maud, and Happy Days. Nice. You know, all of those are old shows. And yeah. I'm wondering if that's just the time where there wasn't any other source of really yet radio and TV and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then you just take a character and just go people with it. People on do their board. Own thing. Yeah. And nowadays, people are like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so <laughs> many more choices now. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's the latest Dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Art Projects. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. 
Good morning, ladies. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday, friends. Hey, girl. Hey, hey girl. Hey. That's right. Raise your glass. Take a sip <sighs> of your refreshing morning beverage. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. And let's mm. start the show. Let's start the week. Let's start the end of July. Can't believe it's the end of July. Wow. It's shocking to me. Um, yeah, just uh, three cr- more days. Uh, counting today. Mm, that's it. And then the fair will be here. Oh, and your and birthday's coming up. My birthday's coming up. Uh, but, my, you, know, you know, I'm getting the best gift, Lex. I thought about this from the state of Minnesota. So, oh. my bir- my, yeah, yeah. So, my, my birthday is August 5th. Yep. Uh, I think a week from today. It's on a Monday. How extraordinary is that? That's great. <laughs> Yay. Your birthday on a Monday. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's so much fun. Well, and for the first time ever, or not forever, for the first time in like five years, I'm not taking the day off. I will actually be here. I will be on the shows for my birthday. So I, I'm not going anywhere this year. I'm doing kind of a low key one. But any hoodly doodly, uh, the state of Minnesota is giving me the best gift of all. Uh, they're they are playing act- drivers. Thank you. They are enacting the <laughs> well, left lane that's driver law. This- it's when is it? It's this effective Wednesday? Thursday, oh, August first. But but yes, by then there'll be a few days in. So happy birthday. Yep, uh, I'll be deputized uh, by my birthday. <laughs> I'll be able to um, uh, make citizens arrests. Um, I'll be on the highways monitoring. I got to tell Colin I, I I'm going to miss dinner sometimes. I'm going to be driving around uh, the, just the the, the, the mm. highways of of Minneapolis St. Paul, uh, making citizens arrests for people that uh, just hang out in the left lane. Because come Thursday, y'all, it will be illegal, mm-hmm. and we. And we's taking you to jail. Let's just jail. <laughs> not just a we's, ticket. Jail. No, 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 not a ticket. I'm <laughs> not giving me your money. Okay. No, no, it's taking them straight to jail. I'm taking them straight to jail <laughs> when I make the citizens. Yeah. That's right. I'm taking them. So all of you right now, check yourself as we say. There's a lot of you traveling right now on the roads. You're yeah. listening to us. You're counting on us to make your your drive better. I'll make. We'll make you tradesies. Tradesies. <laughs> We'll make you laugh on your commute if you stay out of the left lane if you're going slow. Deal? Okay, good. I hear deal, you. Thank deal, you. Deal, deal, deal. deal, deal that's deal, right. Deal, yeah. Deal, deal, deal. We'll, I hear we'll all the deals. You, yeah, we'll make uh, you The laugh. other thing, too, that's starting on Thursday is hands-free. That might affect even more people. Yeah. Do not have your, hand, your phone in your hand. No. Get that special magnet or, you know, route it through your screen in your, on your, uh, in your car. Do what Something. you need to do because you will be stopped for that as well. Yep. And now don't I be doing both. That'd be yeah. really bad. Just oh, so no. you know. Yeah, don't be doing <laughs> You're in the left lane and you're texting. You want to know who's really going to pee me off is oh. people that are going slow in the left lane and on their phone. <laughs> oh, criminy niddles. But just so you're clear, I will not be pulling people over for that. Uh, I'm just monitoring mm. uh, making citizens arrests for the slow left lane drivers. I see. Okay. I just want to be clear on that, Lex, of what my duties will be mm. come, 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 what is it, Thursday, Lex? Yes, come Thursday. Come Thursday, yep. yeah. Mm. That's, so if you see me, do not fear um, about your phone. I am only there to arrest you um, for driving slow in the left lane. That's all. That's all I'm there for. So just FYI. Set your phone to do not disturb or that'll send out a text that says, I'm driving right now. Oh, I can't yes. talk to you. Good idea. Hey, mm-hmm. before we go to break, uh, it's sad that we, I feel like we say this uh, way more than we should, and, and, and that is to wake you up 
with the news and with the discussion of yet another mass shooting. Um, this one happened last night in Gilroy, California at their annual garlic festival. Um, hugely popular, attended by mm-hmm. thousands. I think it's in its 41st year. Yeah. And uh, it was, well, here. Uh, here's the report that just aired with uh, Minneapolis's own Jamie Ucas. And then we can discuss on the other side. This is the very latest. Take a listen. As well. But we begin with Jamie Ucas near the festival area. Jamie, we know there's one gunman. What do we hear now about a potential second suspect? This is what we know, Tony. Witnesses reported seeing another suspect, but they don't know how this person may have been involved or whether he or she managed to disappear in the crowd. Now, it looks quiet now, but overnight, heavily armed police, FBI, and ATF agents searched this entire area. Police say there were no security cameras when the gunman opened fire. Shots rang out at the end of the Gilroy Garlic Festival, sending people scrambling for safety. Witnesses say a man appeared to the right of a concert stage, holding a semi-automatic rifle. Singer of the band, Tin Man, heard someone shout, Why are you doing this? And the gunman reply, Because I'm really angry. It's like a semi-automatic going off really close, too. You know, people screaming and hiding and ducking. They were getting closer. So I just started running. I left everything and I ran. I felt one of the bullets go over my head and then we actually seen a couple of bullets fly by. Um, That's when we just helped everybody get out of the way, get out of the scene. I thought I was going to die. This seven-year-old boy hid under a table. Since they were like, like 40 feet away from us. Police say the gunman avoided security and metal detectors by entering through the creek north of the park and using a tool to cut through the fenced-in area. Officers were in that area and engaged the suspect in less than a minute. Video taken after the shooting appears to show a man handcuffed on the ground, surrounded by officers. Nearby, the wounded are being treated by emergency responders. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, to hear a seven-year-old say that and to know one of the victims, six years old. Six years old. Four people have died, including one of the one of the suspects. Yeah. But it's just and I and I always think about this. You know, I'm old enough to remember uh, Columbine Mm -hmm. and I was working in news at the time. I was working on the news desk in ninety nine. And what a giant earth stopping moment that was and i and, and i don't and that's i'm not using uh over dramatic language no, it was everything by stopped. accident everything stopped and i i bring up i bring up columbine because what i always think of obviously i think about the victims first but if i'm being honest i also think about the fact that this popped on twitter and not that it wasn't or isn't a big deal but it's so commonplace now that networks used to break into programming mm-hmm. and 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 it would be wall to wall coverage and now I, i'm watching i'm watching cbs this morning right now on my on my monitor and they've already moved on to another story yeah. you know and we're 10 minutes into the broadcast uh, that didn't happen uh, uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And yeah. now it's just sadly so common. And that in equal parts pisses me off and makes me incredibly sad, you know? Yeah. 
and, unfortunate uh, that yes that it's not uh that big big uh, bigger deal um i wonder what the rationale is behind that is to not encourage more act more activity like this or because they feel like they've gotten one of the suspects yeah. i'm not really sure um the decision making behind that um that would be my guess though I, I just think it's it's a victim. It's a it's a circumstance of just uh, of the complacency. We've gotten so numb to this mm-hmm. that it used to be a much bigger deal, and oh, now yes. it is so common in society to hear about the words mash. When I was a kid, oh, mash look, I, we are oh. not that old. I mean, when Mm-mm. when we were a kid, I used to see the the nuclear fallout shelter symbols uh, in my my elementary school was built in the 60s and i used to look at those and uh, with the uh, the route you know and where they would tell the kids to put their hands over their head and go under the desk if there was ever a nuclear bomb in the 60s which always cracked me up even as a kid i'm like i don't know if putting my hands over my head will save me from a mm-hmm. nuclear blast but Okay, we we'll practiced your drills. it, didn't we? Yeah, but but in our but in the eighties, we didn't even have drills. That 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 threat was kind of uh, though though looming with the Soviet Union wasn't really there. Now, my goodness, I hear from kids, and it is a worry now. I mean, mm-hmm. they 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 live with the they live with the worry in the back of their head that they they have to worry about school shootings and that just makes me sad that We're just going I, to a garlic festival going to a garlic festival and at 541 it's about to close yeah gunshots were heard yeah they could smell the gunpowder yeah it's just very sad to me uh it is uh 714 we're going to take uh we're going to take a very small break and uh we'll be back right after these words Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, everything choosy moms, choose Jif. I'm Jace with Lex. And America's favorite mini pearl impersonator, Dawn <laughs> McClain. Abby. That's right. It's a brand new week, y'all. It's a brand new week, y'all. Booter and oil. Paula Dean. Uh, I love Mondays for various reasons. It's a, it's a chance to start anew. Um, it's a chance to begin again. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. It's fresh. Right? It's fresh. Yeah. It's like a, a fresh loaf of bread. Right, Lex? Just yeah. Just Oh, smell it. Mm. It's just beautiful. Can you smell it? I can. And I can smell the prairie, too. Auntie Lex, tell us about the olden days. Fire up the hearth, pull up a rocking chair. This is Little Lex on the Prairie. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's right. Every week, Alexis gives us her thrilling commentary as she watches Little House on the Prairie for the very first time. Yes. Ma, Pa, Little Blind Mary. 
Carrie <laughs> with yet. no legs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no legs. <laughs> no legs. Oh. Yeah. She hurt her well, leg once, yeah. She hurt her legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they carry her everywhere. Yeah, Carrie. Okay. Oh, Carrie had some cute moments in this episode. Oh, she did. little Carrie. Yes, she did. <laughs> Now, Lexa, uh, you you told us in our meeting here yeah. that uh, this requires a listener warning. <laughs> yeah, this could be a triggering episode for many oh. people. Um, oh. Yes, we're on episode. We're in season one, episode fourteen. The it's called "The Lord Is My Shepherd," and this is a longer episode. It's an hour and a half. Oh, it was directed by Michael Landon. Okay, and uh, oof, wow. Well, we find out that Ma is pregnant. She doesn't tell Pa until she's about three months along. So Pa, of course, is very excited. That night that she told him he's working on finding ways to make a room for the baby. And, you know, they have three girls. And so he wants a boy. And he he is calling the baby him already. Mm -hmm. At dinner, he's very excited. Laura's not too excited about that. She's not excited about having another sibling in the first place. Oh, Um, stop it. But But Paul keeps calling the baby a him, and she wants another sister. Because she's jealous, and she thinks that she's more of kind of the boy in the family. Because everybody calls her a tomboy. And she's like, I'm just like a boy. I play with the boys at school. And Pa now is making hand-carved furniture at night for um, um, uh, someone in town. And he decides to make a ba- uh, cradle for the uh-huh. baby, which is sure. very sweet. Very sweet. Very, yes. And so very, very um, nice. Ma one morning says, hey, Pa, can you please tell Grace to come for a visit? And then he realizes, oh, she's not just coming for a social gathering. No. The baby is coming. Oh, what? Well, that's a very subtle way to put it. Yeah, and she was so calm about it. Like she gets a contraction and she starts spinning around like the sound of music. Like yay, you know. Oh. Which I'm sure by that time you're just ready to have your baby anyway. Yeah. Um, but they do have a home birth. They put a quilt up over Ma and Pa's door frame because oh. they don't actually have a door. Yeah. yeah. And Grace is there, so um, Pa's there, just making sure she's okay and comfortable. And then Grace steps in and she says, "Get out of here! It's time." So she kicks him out of the room, and the girls are upstairs in the loft listening and waiting. And it's a boy, guys. So, of course, Aww. everyone is so very happy. It's a boy. They Aww. name him Charles Ingalls Jr. Okay. And Carrie, this is Carrie's cute little moment. She calls the baby her dolly. Carrie's dolly. Oh, Carrie's dolly. That's very cute. You can see Laura is very jealous. She she can't be very happy because she prayed for a sister and didn't get a sister. So... Aww. Uh, unfortunately, the baby isn't gaining weight like he needs to be. Oh. And so the doctor comes, you know, they wonder, how much does this baby weigh? And then uh, the, he said, oh, don't worry, the doctor will be there a day or two. And actually, it was really funny because when she had the baby, Grace is like, don't come in here yet, Pa. Or Charles, she doesn't call him Pa. Charles, you can't come in here and we need to make sure he's all cleaned up for you. <laughs> you know, making things real comfortable <laughs> for yeah. Pa. Oh, of course. Uh-huh, yep. So uh, the doctor comes, says, you know, he's uh, a little underweight, but you know what? That's okay. He comes in a couple weeks later, still not gaining weight. And Mrs. Olson, man, she just she just knows how to dig in, right? They baptize the baby, and she says, oh, you have four now. I guess that's what country folk do. It's like you're oh. like a broodmare. Oh, a, come I'm on. I'm sorry. Like a what, like mare? A, a broodmare. 
I don't know. That. Yeah. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. one for breeding. Well, yeah, oh, the female. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she says, Nellie and, and, and Willie are just more than enough for me. And Ma, such shade. She says, oh, yeah, in the case of Nellie and Willie, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> she tells Pa, I'm, I'm having a hard time having a Christian feeling about that woman. <laughs> uh, so, um, baby's not doing well. And so the doctor suggests a lot of different things but ultimately says go to Mankato where they have better equipment doctors who uh, you know are fresher out of medical school um, they go there and guys the baby dies in Mankato in Mankato yeah low red blood count oh it's so so sad and the way that they film it too was just oh gosh so they come back in their buggy and the girls run out and realize the baby's not there. Laura feels horrible because she didn't pray for Charles like Ma asked. So oh. she runs away in the middle of the night. Oh, she thinks it's her fault. Oh, yes. no. Because no. they went to church before and mm-hmm. this sermon was, you know, the closer you are to God, the more that you speak with him, your prayers will be heard and answered. So she decides, okay, well, I need to go get closer oh, to God. gosh. Oh, I remember this episode. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes, she goes up on the mountain. She does go up on the mountain. Yeah. Yes, and so she she prays and prays and falls asleep on the rock. Uh-huh. Of course, Mom and Pa are very scared because she left a note saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Basically, her prayer to God was, I will trade places with my brother. Take me instead. Yeah. My dad wants a son so badly. Mm-hmm. I will trade places. And so she falls asleep on the rock. When she wakes up, this mountain man wakes her up, right. named Jonathan. Yeah. Mountain man. And it's Jonathan's mountain. He convinces her to eat porridge. And, you know, he's just hanging out up there, whittling away. He makes this cross, says her name in it. And Pa, for three days, looks for her with Edwards mm-hmm. by horse. They're looking all over. For three days? For three days, she's up there. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. And this Jonathan, you know, he's kind of creepy. You know, I'm like, wow, what's this guy doing up here? Why isn't he taking her to town to figure out, you know, who, because she's cared for. He can tell that he loves her ma and pa. And it just feels kind of weird. Yeah. And so she's in the wilderness and she's just, you know, trying to pray to God. And then she figures out, I'm going to go to an even higher place. He finally tells Jonathan what's going on, and he says, all right, well, let's make a fire. And that's how Pa and Edwards sees in the distance, okay, there's the smoke. And then they take their horses up there, and Jonathan convinces her, okay, you need to go greet your dad. Yeah. But she didn't want to. She wanted to run away because she wanted to you know, make her deal with God. Yeah. Anyway, oh. turns out Jonathan, was he really a person? Because God. when they looked back... He was no longer there. Yeah, is Jonathan God? Was he a creepy man who was hiding in the in the woods <laughs> when he saw Pa? <laughs> it's like they're they're implying that that it was God that it took God. care of her up there. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, God uh, played by Ernest Borgnine. Let's just note that as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, yes. 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 Oh my uh, goodness. So there you go. And then they go home, and uh, we don't know what the reception is there, but um, you know, it was kind of a. He wants a son so badly, and mm. she didn't feel good enough. And Pa, you know, he was crying, and they were cr- it just was such a great reunion. It was that see it from a distance, see each other, and then run toward each other. And oh man, but 
It, oh, uh, what a powerful episode. Oh, yes. A yeah. lot of people told me, too, before. You might not want to watch it, but anyway, oh, that's what yeah. happened in that one. Uh, and in the 70s, you know, people didn't talk about things like this as much. No. So it was probably right. a really good thing for them to do something like this, you know, for Absolutely. TV. Yeah. Right. It's a yep. big deal back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was and, definitely a movie. And you said it was uh, directed by Michael Landon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah. An hour and a half long and... Ooh, a special episode. It was a special episode. But it was really funny, too, to see how uh, they describe childbirth and <laughs> doing it at home. And, you know, Laura's up there. Is, is Ma okay? Because, you know, she's going through contractions. She can hear her breathing and panting. And, you know, she says, oh, yeah, um, Ma says... It's a joyous hurt. <laughs> so, oh. and then you hear Grace come out. It's a baby. You hear it crying, and oh. it's a joyous hurt. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> but great. You can imagine now with the home births like that. I just, mm. I mean, Grace. She's like I. She's kind of the lady among town. I mean, Grace. The women really do save the day. I mean, Ma does so many things that she doesn't get yes. credit for. Um, and then Grace. She's the postmaster. I, she's dating Edwards, which I'm sure has to be, you know, a big deal, even though, you know, he's also the godfather and, it, you know, he I, he's growing on me slowly but surely. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> and okay, she, he's also she's also the midwife that travels. She's like, I have given oh. I've helped uh, like half of this community have babies. Like, get it, oh, Grace. Yeah, get it, girl. Yeah. Own it. Work it. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, 730 uh, when we come back. You know, our cat video festival is coming up in uh, about a week. And we have a very yeah. special guest joining us next. We're so glad you're here, my talkers. Good morning. Thanks for beginning your day with us. Yes. You make your way to the job, to the dude ranch. To the brothel, wherever you're going. <laughs> wow. <Thanks. laughs> yeah, well, take us anywhere. We're happy to go. Don, we're available in brothels, right, Don? You, you gave me that. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. Get it. We just got an email today from a brothel. Okay. I was just making sure. <laughs> I just I wanted to be clear. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear. So, no matter where you're listening to us from, thank you. Uh-huh. Brothel, massage parlor. Dude Beach, Ranch, which dude is kind of like a brothel. <laughs> State Park. Yeah. Wherever. wherever. Uh-huh. Wherever. Animal jail. shelter. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of animal shelter, you know, our cat video festival is coming up uh, on the 8th. Uh, Lex or Dawn, uh, we have a special guest who would like to uh, somebody introduce our special guest for this uh, segment. Sure. We have executive director of Rough Start Rescue, Azure Davis, on the phone with us. Hi, Azure. Good morning. Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. First off, beautiful, beautiful name, Azure. That is a gorgeous Uh, name. Thank you. You guys pronounced it awesome, too. Thank you. Well, that's that's because of Dawn's expert producing. (laughs) Can I I ask, is there an origin to the name? Is there a reason? Okay. No, everyone asks. And you'd think by now I'd have a creative story that I could have made up to tell someone. But, uh, no, my parents actually saw it on a movie, a show, back in the day, 32 years ago. And that's where they got it from. So oh, not really? Any, yeah, yep. It means oh, sky blue, but yeah, I don't know. My blue. eyes are green. Oh. Yeah, yep. I love it. So. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> Azure, for people that aren't familiar with Rough Start Rescue, can you kind of give the My Talkers an idea of what the organization does? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's a nonprofit animal rescue. I started it in 2010. Uh, we are based out of Princeton, but we serve all of central Minnesota. Um, so we save dogs, cats, and then some critters. <laughs> um, and we have about 400 foster homes all throughout central Minnesota. Wow. Um, it's not any type of municipal or government shelter. Um, it's all donations that we receive. That is our largest form of revenue. And so we have, you know, we have our adoption fees, we have some grants that we get, and then we have public donations and fundraisers. And so we're constantly trying to um, raise money for these animals that we're bringing in. And just to kind of give you an idea, um, just what was it, about two months ago, we saved over our 10,000th animal in wow. nine and a half years. So um, constantly growing, we take in about 250 to 300 animals a month. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. Yeah, we have a lot of amazing fosters out there that step up and um, say yes and help us take these animals in. And um, the Cat Video Festival, I know, you know, it's about cats and we're super excited Mm -hmm. because we've actually wanted to do this for a couple of years now because, you know, the name Rough Start Rescue is sometimes a little misleading for us because people think that we only take in dogs and um, we take in cats as well. We actually just within this last month, took in over 500 cats this year so Whoa. far that we've rescued. Oh, oh, my gosh. And it started with a dog, right? Yep. Did you have any yeah, idea it was going to branch out into something like this whenever you adopted Hope? <laughs> no, I guess I I didn't know. You know, I'm from Princeton, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a small town, and I didn't really know what the need was at the time. I knew there was a need locally here, and then as I started growing the organization, um, you know, to see the need of animals that are locally and just in the United States was really eye-opening. Um, and we've been so fortunate to have so many other animal lovers that are out there throughout Minnesota uh, joining us, you know, volunteering, fostering, donating. And so it's just continued to grow, which is awesome because the need is still there. Oh, right. Sure. Can you give us an idea of the cost for yeah. all of the animals and all of the great things that you do? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so (laughs) I can kind of break it down here the best I can, but our biggest expense is our vet bills. Um, And so we have a lot of discounted vet um, clinics that work with us. They partner with us throughout central Minnesota. So they do give us a discount. Um, Unfortunately, it's still just that is our biggest expense. Um, And so, you know, if it's a cat, what happens with cats is we have an adoption fee typically of $150. Um, sometimes we're doing promotions where it's $25 or $99 and we do those as, you know, as often as we can. Um, but to fully vet a cat for us, a lot of times really comes out to be, you know, probably around $130, $140. Once we're done, we spay them or neuter them. Um, they get their vaccines, microchipped, any type of dewormer, um, parasite preventions, uh, really the whole works we'll do, feeling leukemia testing. And so once that's all said and done, it's about that amount. Now, let's say a cat is sick, um, upper respiratory, they have worms that, you know, any type of parasite that's just not going away. We're now over that adoption fee amount. And so, um, which is, you know, typically probably over half the time. And so we're constantly trying to fundraise to help with these extra expenses because a lot of places um, just throughout the United States, they've even stopped doing microchips because the expenses on a cat you just it's so hard to recoup back in that adoption fee and we just i don't want to stop doing that we want to continue to do all of this vetting and get these cats as healthy as we can um but we're just going to have to continue to fundraise 
you know, just oh. ask people for money to help do yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why this and is so important. Yeah, no, ahead, I was going to yeah. say, that's why it's so important, guys. All of you that are buying tickets, general mission tickets to the Cat Video Festival, if we haven't said it enough, $1 from each ticket goes to Rough Start. So you get entertainment. Our friends at Rough Start uh, get money. Win, win, win. And now, uh, listening to Azure, now you know uh, the need. You know how big the need is and, and what it goes to. So mm-hmm. You'll also be there on site, which is great. Yep. And I know that you guys yep, are really... Oh, perfect. <laughs> and you're always... You rely on volunteers. So this also might be another way to reach out and you can help in yes, that way too. absolutely. Yep. If people want to come ask us questions, we have tons of volunteer opportunities. Um, and we're always looking for fosters too. So if people are interested in learning more about fostering, um, they can just come up and we will have information and talk to them there. Perfect. Azure, thank you for your time. We look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you. you. Azure Davis from Rough Start Rescue. Yeah, it's expensive, and you you don't think about all of the money. I'm so glad you asked that, Lex, that goes into it, but it's it's pricey. It's pricey, and these organizations rely on the good people like all of you listening uh, to maintain the quality of their work. So, What an awesome person, too. Yeah, she started this in 2010. Yeah, only 32 now. So she just adopted a dog, and you know, from there it's grown into this. So yeah, I wonder how many animals she has now. I was thinking, huh? After you foster some animals, you just kind of you want to keep them all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like potato (laughs) chips. You just can't stop at one. Right. That's right. Coming up on 7:44, Lizzo on Bachelorette. What? Mm -hmm. That's juice right there. Uh, (laughs) That was a horrible transition. Lex, Lex, uh, Lex will give you the details about that. Plus, I finished Stranger Things season three. I have thoughts on the finale. That and more when we return. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 107.1 and streaming around the world at mytalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Hey, a uh, little note. Uh, the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers is up right now. Uh, this episode's about California adventure in, well, California. And uh, <laughs> given uh, given all the news about Disney World over the weekend and uh, people hating on people going without kids, uh, piss off all the haters and listen to uh, and uh, follow us, won't you? Uh, considering our whole podcast is that very concept, which cracks me, literally cracks me up. The fact that my the whole business plan, the whole model of our podcast is how to do Disney World as an Adult, childless, <laughs> That's our whole shebang, and uh, yeah. So, thank you. Uh, yes. Seven seven forty nine. Okay, uh, mm. is Lizzo really going on the Bachelorette? Oh, I wish. Wouldn't that? Doesn't that sound just like the best season ever? Ever. So the Bachelor, Bachelorette, you know, Bachelor Nation needs some help. Last it two does. seasons have been kind of want want. Even Elizabeth Reese, super fan of the Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise, she's even feeling out. Remember that? She told us mm-hmm. that yeah, last she week. said she was she's done. done. Yes. Yeah. Done. Well, Lizzo, oh, our very own Lizzo, she said she would like to be the next Bachelorette. But she has some conditions. Oh, what are they? <laughs> Which I don't think ABC would ever agree to. But you know what? It's kind of fun just to think about, right? <laughs> yeah. She's 31 years old, and she says, I'm open to starring in The Bachelorette. Here's what she wants. She wants to have all of the men, they need to be naked, or they would have very little thong briefs. 
and they would feed her grapes. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Also, she laid out another explicit condition. Okay. That she, there would be a sexual act on her that would be filmed. <laughs> oh. And people could watch that. Oh, okay. Uh, to judge? To judge and, yes, to see. To see how uh, he's doing. Right. Evaluate. Uh, based on her response oh. <laughs> and the sounds mm-hmm. and yes I literally just got a I just we just got a message from unpaid unpaid researcher Phil Jones who said Lizzo's demands are x-rated as you're saying them Lex Phil is telling me how x-rated they are yeah, yeah. I hope I did okay without getting too uh, you know mm-hmm. about that but uh, yeah that she says hey if you can meet all of those conditions I'm down to be the next Bachelorette. <laughs> but can't you guys just see this on MTV or VH1? A Rock of Love style Lizzo dating show? Yeah, let's do it. Maybe she should do that instead. Mm-hmm. I'm sure oh, there's yeah. lots of guys out there who oh. want to. Yes, but maybe without yes, she the, takes her flute you know, out and yeah, oh, you know, okay. they take oh, theirs out. I mean, and, you yeah. know, that one time at band camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. They compare. They compare <laughs> flutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is a late night Showtime show. Yeah. This is not even for VH1. Oh, oh yeah. no! Yeah. Oh good. no! Are you kidding me? This is this is uh, Cinemax at like one thirty. Yeah. If that. Oh no 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 no. Oh my gosh! Oh, no, she's no, no, so no, no, funny. No. I oof. I love Lizzo. But the show needs some kind of excitement. Someone, maybe you know, not Lizzo, but. something to get people to the yard see that's the problem or go away for a while they keep upping the ante and pretty soon it is going to be you know 20 years in the future we are going to be judging sex acts you know what i mean i'm like okay um move a little bit to the right okay um (laughs) oh that guy had oh that guy had a poor a poor stance very (laughs) poor stance (laughs) do it again yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, we're going to get to that point. Well, Mark you, my word. Do you remember one of the episodes with the honeymoon suite? We heard slurping on the beach. Oh. Remember that? Oh, that was yeah. Yeah. Oh, many years ago <laughs> now. Slurping on the beach? And that was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I bet they weren't building sandcastles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet they weren't doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you know they were doing something else. Like that. Yeah, it's something we can't oh, really talk about. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not get that X-rated, but maybe get someone that's maybe a little more well-known. Yeah, single who I'm not sure what the answer is. But I don't know what the answer I know is. A lot either, of Bachelor yeah. Nation people are not very happy with what they've no, been seeing, and the, rate, and the ratings are down too. Mm-hmm. So, so it's too many other things to do. It's just yes, so much time you dedicate to it, and they just. Stretch it out for too long, and it's oh, just too much time too much. a week, especially in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Mm. People well, are busy. Well, and then also they have a new concept called The Bachelor Live on Stage. What? Oh, yeah, a touring show, right? Yep, starting mm-hmm. in Boston. So that's a whole nother thing where lucky locals will get to journey to love in front of a live audience. <laughs> Yeah, is that lucky though? I, just, <laughs> I don't I, think so. No, I just want to ask. Is that lucky? <laughs> That's wicked, not wicked. 
I, I don't want to. Yeah, uh, my ass will defy gravity and stay <laughs> home right there. I, I don't I don't need to be on stage doing that. No, I've already I don't. booked 60 plus cities for next yeah, I year. Think Jojo and uh, Jordan Rogers, they're hosting it. Oh, yes. Oh, they yep. are. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, well, OK. They, well, they're probably looking for bravo. work. So. Yeah. Bravo <laughs> to them. Stay in Bachelor Nation. The pressure. Oh. Once you're on that show and you have to give up your job, it's so hard to get on the show to begin with, just to be one of the contestants. Yeah, and you, a lot of people have to quit their jobs. Yeah, and so then because you're gone you're, forever, yeah. you're gone forever, months and months, and then on top of that, now you're famous, and I feel like a lot of these people they they need to become influencers or something to keep that going to make a living. Yeah, because they don't want to go back to just working their office job anymore. And I. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I follow some on social media, Mm -hmm. and that's what they do. They become influencers, and they sell, like, lube and... uh, Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Which ones are selling lube? Which one did you buy, Jace? (laughs) Lube. (laughs) Which flavor's good? Brute beer. (laughs) Brute beer. Lube. I used to love root beer, now I don't. I love it more. A&W means something different in that case. Puts the the root in root beer, doesn't it? (laughs) We'll be right back, everybody. Oh, 651-641-1071. Call for Dreamweaver Dawn right now. (laughs)